Hey guys, welcome back to another episode here on the Technically Geek Podcast, where we basically geek out on just about everything from mobile tech to gaming. What's up? My name is Tito, and welcome back to the episode here. And it's been some time since I was actually able to record another podcast for you guys, and I do apologize for that. But a lot of things has been going on lately that has just pretty much kept me pretty much tied up. And so I do apologize again. But again, welcome back to an episode here. And what we're going to talk about basically is some of the things that I've actually um, talked about on my YouTube channel. And so if you want to check out my YouTube channel, you definitely can do so. YouTube.com forward slash Tito Escobar. That is the link uh, to my YouTube channel. And you guys definitely can see some video episodes over there. But uh, for today's episode, we're going to be talking about Huawei and Arc OS, this operating system that a lot of people really think is going to be the death of Android. And I really want to kind of just talk some sense and just kind of put it out there uh, for a lot of people because, I mean, this just came out of the woodwork as far as the knowledge of the operating system. The actual operating system itself has been around, I believe, since 2012. And so I just kind of want to talk to everybody about it and just kind of go off of what I think about Arc OS, which in, in Asia it will be known as Hongmeng OS or, or Oak OS. It has three different names, but... It is basically Huawei's operating system. Now, the reason why this is catching so much fire from major YouTubers that report on on mobile technology is the fact that Huawei is making a claim that its ArcOS is like 10 times faster than Android and that it would completely obliterate Android in the OS wars. And so I'm going to talk about a few things. Now, understand this. This is from my point of view, okay? So you guys may have a different point of view, and that's totally fine. Totally fine, acceptable, but I'm just going to share my point of view, okay? The uh, first thing I want to make very clear in the very beginning of this podcast is that ArcOS will not be the death of Android. No way, no how, not possible. It's not happening, okay? Android has been around for so long that for something to just come in out of the woodwork would not kill it. There's too many people who are dedicated Android users, and that's one major thing that I will toss out there for everybody. There are a lot of Android users. And because there's a lot of Android users, they're not gonna they're not gonna shift to the next latest and greatest or the next hotness that's out there, right? I mean, these people have not even shifted to iOS. So what makes anyone think they're gonna shift to ArcOS if it becomes a player in the game of the mobile OS wars? Um, so that's one big ground that I have to stand on here is definitely that. And I should know because I am a dedicated Android enthusiast, not a fanboy, because I will admit Android's shortcomings. But I am an enthusiast that I actually prefer Android over iOS and any other mobile OS platform. And I am immersed in the Google Android ecosystem. So I can speak for myself when I say that even if ArcOS was to prove that it was 10 times faster than Android, doesn't mean I'm going to jump ship to another mobile OS platform. The second reason why I feel like that ArcOS is not going to kill Android is the fact that ArcOS is basically based off of Android. I mean, if you look back to when Huawei was um, developing this operating system, one, they were very low-key secretive about it, okay? Like, Developers were not allowed to bring their own mobile smartphones in to the development lab. Everything was pretty much tied down. Everything was pretty much just like 
you know, restricted, very, very tight security. Okay. But the fact that we know that Android um, has to be the key basis for Arc OS was the fact that um, Huawei has already basically sent out requests to different various um, app developers. Okay. I do apologize. My dogs were barking. So if you guys heard that, I'm so sorry. But can't stop dogs from barking. They bark at their own shadows. But anyways, going back to it. So Huawei basically sent out letters to app developers asking them basically to shift their applications to their store, their app gallery. Reason why that they don't require them to do any subtle changes uh, for what's in the Google Play Store is the fact that Android applications are going to be compatible with ArcOS. Now, for that to actually happen, there has to be some fundamental basis of the operating system being based off of some form similar to Android. And if you don't know what that is, more than more than nine times out of 10, I'm thinking it's going to be based off of Linux because Android is based off of Linux. That's basically how Android came to be, which is the reason why that um, with Google and Project Fuchsia, that's one of the significant changes of Project Fuchsia, which is Google's other operating system that they're currently working on that Fuchsia will not be Linux-based at all whatsoever. So Android is. And for applications on the Android side to be compatible with ArcOS, then yes, it does have to have a base form of Android. So that kind of tells you right there that even if people are like, ArcOS is going to be 100 times faster or 10 times faster than Android, it's going to completely kill it. Uh, how? When it's kind of based off of it. So, I mean, those are some of the, the, the points I'm thinking of when I hear about it. But a lot of these different companies that are reporting about ArcOS and what ArcOS is for Huawei, uh, here, here's some things that really I start to question about it, okay? Um, the fact that they would even make that claim that it's going to kill Android kind of tells me where a lot of these high-tech tubers, I like to call them, you know, guys like MKBHD and you know, I'm not saying that Marquez said this, but I'm just saying, you know, like I'm pointing out the, the various different types of, you know, YouTubers who are very well known in the mobile tech community. And some of them have, are going on the record of even saying that, you know, this could possibly be the death of Android. This is why Google's so worried. This is why Google is pitching for, you know, them to take the ban off Huawei. Um, but why aren't they saying anything about uh, this could possibly be the death of iOS? I mean, Huawei pretty much surpassed Apple as far as a you know a manufacturing company that um, in the rankings of all the different OEMs out there, right? Uh, they had actually knocked Apple into what second or third place. Um, so Huawei is definitely a contender and one that every company's got to take serious. They are very well known in China and amongst Asia. And they make some really good devices, okay? Let's let's not even think about the ban that's a political you know, thing to leverage on political issues between the U.S. and China, because that's really what the ban was all about. But, um, you know, Huawei actually made some really good devices. The Nexus 6P was made by Huawei. And not to think, you know, not, not to think, but not to forget, you know, like the phones like the, um, was it the Mate 20 Pro? I mean, you could just name off various different Huawei devices that a lot of people tend to love and buy and import into the U.S. and use as their daily driver, okay? But with it being a contender, why not say that, you know, it's possibility that ArcOS could be the death of iOS? This is because Apple is so secure with their their own platform, they they decide everything for their user base and they control everything with an iron fist that 
you know, these tech tubers believe that that's some sort of shield to protect iOS from having competition from ArcOS. I mean, these are some of the things that comes to mind when I think about all these things, because I'm not one of the one of the sheep that follow the herd that they say this. So I'm going to agree and believe in this. Like I I beat to my own drum and I like to swim upstream from time to time. And so let me say that when I do that and I think about it, like, no, this this Arc OS that Huawei is developing to release will not be the death of Android. But I have openly stated that we need Arc OS. Now that Huawei has pulled the sheets off their operating system and finally told everybody, hey, we're going to run this on our smartphones and it's going to be compatible with other OEMs to be able to uh, put on their smartphones, such companies such as Vivo, Xiaomi, um, Oppo, even Motorola. <laughs> Motorola's Chinese company is owned by Lenovo. Um, all these different companies, uh, Blue, Bold Like Us, will be able to do it. And the reason why is because ArcOS is open source, just like Android. As a matter of fact, just to call it the way it is, ArcOS is Android minus G Suite applications. So no Gmail, no Google Play Store, no Play Protect, no um, Google Play Services. All that stripped out, and that's what you get, ArcOS, right? Because Huawei can have their own app store, which is App Gallery. You know, they can have their own security services and things like that for their operating system. Literally, the way that I am looking at this is as if someone took Android and made their own custom ROM. Okay, that's the way I'm looking at it. And I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm downplaying Huawei's greatness with ArcOS, but everything seems to kind of add up, right? You know, you have Huawei pitching to app developers to put their applications on the app gallery, which is Huawei's app store, but they're not asking them to basically optimize it or build an app for their operating system. So, and the fact that it's open source, just like Android, all those things come into play. And when you think about it, um, it's just basically a custom ROM. Now, Again, like I said, we need this challenge. We need a third option in. We've had it before with Windows Mobile, and that totally flopped. We've had it before with BlackBerry, and that has gone down the tubes. So when it came down to just having Android and iOS, things got boring. And it's always been a bit boring. Every iteration of Android has minor incremental updates and features added. Same with iOS 13. Like really think about it, like stop for a moment and think back to when, when we had Windows Mobile, BlackBerry, Android, and iOS, right? Every year with the next version of the operating system, there were some major, major, major changes that everyone was just ranting and raving about. And yes, while um, right now it's a bit calmer between the fanboys and fangirls of their respective operating systems they love so much, better were the days when you could hear people like really get into these back and forths in chat forums and YouTube video comments and Facebook comments and all that stuff because there was a lot of good things being brought with operating systems, new things being added in that changed the way we use our pocket computers, a.k.a. smartphones. Um when BlackBerry and with Windows Mobile completely out the picture, now when you look at Android and you look at iOS, it's very subtle changes like 
Oh, this year we added swipe on our keyboard on iOS 13, something that Android has had for a long time. Uh, and a lot of people will point that out. But still, I mean, that's not something major to rant and rave about. Um, Android going system-wide dark mode and then iOS 13 going system-wide dark mode. Like, it's good, but it's not something super wow factor about it. You're just making everything as far as background layouts black just to save battery life. You're making it black. And so, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, you guys get the distinction, the difference between the time of four mobile OSs to now just two mobile OSs. It's it's tied down quite a bit. So this is why I say that we need a third player in the game. We need Arc OS. Even if I've tossed out the fact that it's probably just like a custom ROM to Android that is very similar to Android, can run Android applications. Um, so some people will say, hey, it's pretty much just Android. That's like how I did. Uh, but still, um, Huawei seems to look at it as it's its own operating system. And so let's treat it like it's its own operating system. And then let's see, because that's the only thing that I could agree with different um, techies out there who say that Google feels threatened by Huawei is that is if this thing really is just like a custom ROM to Android, but however, Huawei was able to make it 10 times faster than stock Android, that definitely means that a, com a Chinese company as Huawei took Google's baby and made it better. And I mean better, like not just certain features that Huawei has that stock Android doesn't have. I mean like totally optimizing the applications for the operating system so that it goes hand in hand and works very smooth. If Huawei is able to do that with Android, that would be a huge slap to the face of the company that bought the OS platform um, back in like what I want to say, ooh, I want to say it was like what, like two thousand, uh, I think two thousand four, two thousand five. I want to say around that time is when that when that whole thing happened. But anyways, that would be it because that's just like someone taking iOS doing their own spiel on it, putting it on their own hardware and showing the world that they can make iOS a hundred times better than what Apple's own developers could. That's a huge slap to the face to any respective tech company out there. And so I really want to say this to, to a lot of folks. I'm not trying to take up too much time today. I do apologize. Um, but ArcOS is something that we definitely need. We need a third OS player, even if it's not ArcOS, even if Google's able to somehow get Huawei back in the game here in the United States and they continue on using Android as their mobile operating system. Um, we need a third OS in this country to make innovation happen again. That's the key thing here that a lot of people are missing is the innovation from tech companies who want their mobile OS to outshine. Today, all we really have are clones of the enemies, Android and iOS, adopting and borrowing and stealing features from each other, and sometimes waiting two or three years before they implement those changes just so they can try not to look like they're copying their competitor. Well, we know they are. It's inevitable. They're going to have to copy each other, you know? Um we once thought Tizen was going to be it. And who knows? Maybe Samsung can take a page out of Huawei's book and reinvigorate their team and then bring Tizen to the United States. Who knows? I mean, Tizen is in the Philippines. I know because my nephews have it on their smartphones. Um, 
ties in is in Asia, right? So, you know, it's not really here in the U.S. I know that, um, what was it, some of the Samsung Galaxy Gear watches were running Tizen. And, uh, you know, it's possible to do that. But we need a third mobile operating system platform to contend against Android and iOS and to push innovation again, because that's what a lot of people are screaming for. We want innovation in hardware. We want innovation in software. And the only way that's going to happen is if there's competitors. But is this is this a page taken out of the book for the reason why certain politicians don't want T-Mobile and Sprint to merge? Because they are afraid that the price com- you know, competitive comparisons between these companies is going to slow down and lax because there's three carriers and not four? Maybe, right? So, you know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. And I will talk another time about the T-Mobile and Sprint merger. That will be for tomorrow's episode. I am doing back-to-back episodes this weekend only because I need to get things caught up here on the podcast. So I do want to thank everybody for taking the time and tuning in and listening to this podcast. Really appreciate it. Um, Please follow for more future updates. I do apologize if there's so much background noise. Um, It's the missus is out for the weekend. So it's just me and the kids and yeah, they're, they're allowing me this time to record, but they're also getting pretty antsy. So back to dad duties and um, back to your guys' lives. So again, thanks so much for listening. And as always, everybody, my name is Tito. I'm signing out and aloha.